we really, really can do our lives in the way that we want to. And that if we are really, really serious about doing that, there are ways in which we can step outside of systems or rebuild them or choose different ones so that the very short and precious life that we have is connected and meaningful. Hello, lovely ones. This week on the podcast, I'm talking all about carving out our own lives and our own paths. So come and join me for a discussion and an exploration into how that looks in terms of our lives, our our work, our relationships, and having our kids in school. Okay, enjoy. Hello, lovely ones. I hope you've had a good week. I am thinking so, so much at the moment about the way we are creating our own lives, carving out lives that actually work for us and not lives that we've just inherited or kind of mimicked in terms of what we see. I wrote a newsletter about this as well. So newsletter people, check your inboxes. I am just feeling this so much at the moment that the people I'm working with and like I always get to see patterns. So it's such a lovely kind of experience of working with couples or working with individuals and then overall seeing how patterns begin to emerge around like how people are almost always doing things collectively. And <clears throat> at the moment, I think we're going through something where the systems we have created are not helping us at best. And at worst, they're really harmful they're limiting the way that we're able to live and be creative and and just kind of exist. I think they feel that they're suppressing people in some way um, or in lots of ways. And I think the whole point of systems is to support or to give a structure to. And if our systems are not doing that, which they don't seem to be, then we need to look at them and look at, you know, how do we update these or how do we repurpose them or how do we just dismantle them and start again and I'm seeing this lots in the way people are approaching like working with kids around school thinking about how it works or just is not working for them couples and relationships individuals just in relationships in their lives the way we're thinking and engaging with the work that we do and not letting it be kind of all of our lives and not giving all of our energy to yeah often other people's systems and even just the way we're living around you know who are we living near what support do we have what are our networks how is that supporting us or how do we need to seek that out so that our lives can feel connected and just sometimes bearable I think I think I'm just seeing lots of distress around not enough support, not enough holding, not enough physical capability to do all the things that we kind of have assigned ourselves as tasks. And while that sounds a bit like gloomy, <laughs> that nothing's working and our systems are failing us, I think that there's also such wonderful energy in that and there's wonderful excitement and expansiveness in the sense that, yeah, we've we've never done this before. Um, us in our lives but as human beings we have done this before we've done this numerous times and we can do this again do you know what I mean I think that 
during times of like revolution, things shift dramatically and there's real dis-ease in people and real discomfort and people just saying, okay, <laughs> that's enough. And I feel like we're at that sort of simmering point kind of collectively that everyone's just saying, this is this is really not working. This is kind of farcical in the way that we just keep doing the same thing and expecting it to be different or to feel different or to hold us in the way it's just not. And so at the moment, I've just been focusing so much on the bravery of the people that I work with and feeling grateful like to witness that, for one, and to be part of that. So I feel like lots of the work I'm doing at the moment is around firstly dismantling systems. So looking at what's not working for people. Why is it not working? How could this work if we added this or took this away? Or this whole system just needs to go. How how do you want this to look? And so these these kind of stages of first dreaming, that there's like this real dream space of um if we could magic want this, or if you could wake up tomorrow, what would this look like? Real ideal world stuff which is a bit of a happy place for me and a bit of an avoidant place for me, but it's the first place. It's the first stop. And then around dismantling. So practically, how does this look? How do we do this? Not just stopping in the, in the idealism of it, but saying, okay, physically, what does this look like daily in our daily lives? What does this look like? What do we need? What are the tools? What are the resources we need to make this happen? Uh, and then the the kind of physical labor of rebuilding or repurposing of actually doing the thing and seeing what it feels like, seeing how our bodies respond, seeing how our family unit responds, and then kind of tweaking. Like that's what life is, is that we attempt and then we do something different and then we attempt and and assess and and look at how things feel. And that's a very sort of expansive generative place to be. And so at the moment with the world on fire and people feeling like swinging between kind of real like heaviness around what's what's happening and equally holding that we have to go through this thing to get to the other side of it and making space for like people's different experiences on different days that some days it'll just feel heavy and hard and a little hopeless and other days we'll be able to tap into the kind of dream space again and that we'll be moving through that in cycles so like in waves circling round and round and round in the same way as we see with grief or with any type of growth and yeah I just wanted to talk about this here as well to I suppose give voice to what I'm seeing and the excitement of it and the possibility of it that we really really can do our lives in the way that we want to and that if we are really really serious about doing that there are ways in which we can step outside of systems or rebuild them or choose different ones so that the very short and precious life that we have is connected and meaningful and yeah we have space to just be and to just rest and to do what we love some of the time and also just to do some very mundane living. I think sometimes that's underestimated like in terms of the importance is that that is a valuable life is just to be comfortable and okay, that it doesn't have to be a place of everlasting striving, that, yeah, we just don't have to be working and living and schooling our kids in a way that leads to burnout and kind of collapse. 
So I hope you find this helpful and I hope you can think about the ways in which you interact with systems or which systems you've created in your family structure, in your relationships, in your school lives with kids, in your work lives, which ones are working, which ones are not. And if you applied like a dreamscape to it, what would that look like? We have to imagine things before we can do them. So yes, that is my wish for you for the weekend and the week ahead. And I will chat with you next week. I hope you found that useful. I hope you can go away and think about some of the the ways that the systems in your lives are either supporting you or really getting in the way of the way you're living. I also want to let you know that I have two spaces available for people to start work with me in my coaching arm of my business in April. So if this is you, get in touch and we can get started. Thank you so much for being here today. If you'd like to get in touch, I'm on Instagram at grounded underscore families. You can send me a DM or a voice note to my DMs or an email. I'd so love to hear from you. Please do like, share and subscribe this podcast. It really, really helps to get the podcast out in front of more listeners. And I'll see you again next week. Take care.